Hello, listening people. Hello. You're listening to Spit and Polish Presents Unappreciated Masterpieces. I'm Ryan Swinski. And I'm... Uh, oh yeah, Bartek. Bartek? Bartek. Is it written like it's pronounced? Uh, there's, it's not a CK at the end, it's just a K, but otherwise, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you, you, you got it there. You, the you... B isn't silent. It's not like the word dumb. <laughs> The B is, you know, the B be, is there, to but, be pronounced. And so's the dumb. No, I'm kidding. We are spit and Polish, likingly, because we are always spitting. And yes, we both happen to be Polish. Is that not right, Bartek? Yes. In fact, I think it's time to spit. No, we still got a few minutes. We still got a few minutes. And yeah. then, like, once we've relaxed, you're just going to spit onto the mic. Like, like Ryan Holland's time. And you're going to drop everything. You're drop saying. everything. Yeah. But you guys have to drop everything because... You're listening to our show on Appreciate Masterpieces, which is, of course, a show in which we do the feature-length audio commentaries for movies that seemingly don't deserve a commentary. Movies that some may say are obscure, but I say they are not obscure. They are just unappreciated. I got all that from the title of the show, yeah. I I, I figured that. And they're a masterpiece, because really, at the end of the day, isn't every film a masterpiece? I mean... Someone had a camera, and if it was in focus, well, you know, not all films have to be in focus. It depends what the um, filmmaker's intent is. So, Ryan, what do you say when the film's an animated film? Does Do they have cameras that need to be in focus? Well, no, but they do have animating that they have to do on a level. Plus, we haven't done an animated movie. Is that a hint that we're doing one today? Ooh, it could be. Bartek, what is the unappreciated masterpiece we'll be covering in this episode? Could it be... An unappreciated animated movie, finally? Well, Ryan, I'm going to tell you, because I remember the title, unlike my name. The film that we are doing today is Pozdrowienia z Paryżom. Of course, of course, of course. You see, this is the part of the show in which I have to reveal, as a Polish person, Mm -hmm. I do not speak Polish because I'm not And I have to be shocked. You're shocked. Go on. (laughs) That was good. That was it. That was was it. (laughs) Should I try again? Yeah, give it another take, man. I, I would be real shocked. I'm not Polish. I, I speak Polish. Oh. <laughs> Don't sound too aroused while doing it. Was that not good as well? It was. It was. It okay. was. I'll let you pass on that one. But next episode, you're going to have to really, you know, shock my pants off with how oh, shocked I'm you gonna are. I'm going to add in a little whoo. Yeah, don't, don't, don't overcook it because I don't know what you said. I don't speak Polish. You're saying Post- the title. Yes, don't know it. Oh, right. That's right. Don't speak Polish. We just went through this. I mean, Let me just check the book. Uh, oh, this is the part where I say it in English and then you have to be shocked. Okay. Right. Um, the film that we are doing, Pozdrowienia z Paryżom, is From Paris with Love. Ah, <gasps> oh, From Paris with Love? Mm-hmm. The, the, the great Jonathan Reese myers movie. That's his name, right? Yeah. That's he, all of his name. I'm not He didn't direct it, but yeah. Well, no. A- apparently it's a stage name. Is it? Yeah, apparently his last name's something like less interesting, but yeah. Jones or something. <laughs> Whoa! Well, and he's like, uh, I think he's Irish or something. And our boy, John Travolta. <gasps> Jonathan Travolta. Is John short for John Jonathan Travolta? I'm guessing. I have no it idea. It could be just John. Some people just have it that way, man. I don't know. He's a Scientologist. I don't know what he where he what rolls. He's not a scientist. He's a Scientologist. All oh, right. Yes. He also he's also a pilot. Mm. John John Travolta. Oh, good job. Good job, John. GJ. Let's, give, let's just give him a, a round of applause. Right, you know? what, what year is this film from? Uh, the year of the film? I don't remember. Me neither. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's from the year where John Travolta went bald for us. 
Hold on, can we contact a third person who might know the answer? Yeah, I'd love to hear from our special guest for this episode, but who are they? Are they Polish? Also, the third person's a guest. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it is... You, if you're not a lady or gentleman, you too. Pet, just you, know, you know, whatever one you want to identify as. Um, things, please put your hands together for our special guest, Stefan Bradley. Hi, Stefan. Hello. All the love, everyone. From 2010, this movie came, by the way. Only eight years ago, as we wow. are recording this. What a time to be alive. Remember 2010? The Pretty sure the recession was happening then. That started in the one with the eight in it. Yeah, but it was still going, right? Yeah, probably. Wow. Good on, John. And Stefan, are you Polish? No, definitely not. What are you? I mean, I've tried. Bartek knows that I've tried. We've to all speak tried. Polish, but, you know, I can't even say his name properly at this point. Look, repeat no after me. Pozdrowienia z Paryżą. Go on. From Paris with love. <laughs> he nailed it! <laughs> whoa. Whoa, whoa. So what you guys have to do at home, for those of you not in the know, and that's okay, because if you're new, welcome. Uh, we have a copy of the film with us. You should have a copy of the film as well. If you don't, that's fine, but... We are a format where we do a commentary along with the film, so, you know, just just keep that in mind. Um, because we are going to... I'm going to do a countdown, and when I say play, you're going to press play, and you're going to be uh, hopefully synced up with us as we do a commentary track for the film and talk about why we uh, think this is an unappreciated masterpiece. So get your copy Spoiler ready. Spoiler alert, the answer is because it is. <laughs> so get your copy ready, because we're going to start this in three... Two, Two yeah, one, then. play. Yay! That was a yay from Bartek and a yay from the audience and a yay from Stefan just Look, quietly. I'm, and a I'm, just really, I'm just really happy, Ryan, because your your uh, your subtitles are giving us a greetings, <laughs> greetings <laughs> with exclamation marks before and after. Yeah, the three cogs are spinning. Hello, lines gate. Aren't you the Saw guys? Are they the Saw guys? I, I haven't watched a single Saw movie in my life. Oh, well, they're I definitely un- underappreciated, every single one of them. I haven't saw it either. I mean, aren't there, like, 12 of them? There is, there is, there's eight. Does that include Whoa. the newest one? That's, that's more just Rocky. Called Jigsaw? Yeah, the new one, Rocky. Jigsaw. The first one came out, if I recall, 2003. So I'm just... Wow. Didn't even realise how old The only are. thing I remember about the Saw movies is, um... Uh, uh, I'm forgetting her name, but the woman from the TV show Becca... Linda? Oh, the one who Linda? plays... Yeah, she plays... Them. She's in them, has a very interestingly weird character. I think, isn't she the one in the first one where it's like, you're a drug addict, so your punishment is you must dig through used needles. And it's like, what a great punishment for a drug addict. I mean, clearly addiction is your fault. Well, spoiler alert, she... Um, She's evil, right? She Yeah, she becomes evil. That would be in Saw 2. Isn't yeah. everyone in Saw evil, basically? If you aren't dead, aren't you evil? Like, yeah, there's no in-between su- ground, there's no actual good guy. It seems that um, like if you survive the um, Saw movies, you actually don't become a better person. You become which is the first, you just become evil. evil. By so- the way, listening people, in this episode, one of us three is the evil one. <laughs> at the end, spoiler we'll, re- alert, we'll reveal who it is at the end. Spoiler alert, it will be all of us. <laughs> You'll <laughs> be like, you are actually listening to the Mirrorverse episode of Spin and Polish, but this we're was, all evil. This was Spit and Evil. So, look, we, Kasha. We are, yes. It's a Polish name. 
And that is correct. That was my Polish fact that the lead mm-hmm. actress is actually Polish. Yeah. And that was a convincing French actress. I assumed she was just a French woman. But, but no, she's actually Polish. You were one hundred percent wrong on this. She's I Polish. Was. Stefan, correct. did you no, notice her accent? As a, do you think it was convincing French accent, or did you notice any kind of um, twangs really, of Polish? Didn't really hear much twangs of Polish. No. Oh no, she nailed it. Yeah. I think at the start, like it's actually really exaggerated. Then at the end, she's just like, eh, at the end, great. she's like, I'm a terrorist. <laughs> Spoiler alert for the end. Oh no! Um, Jonathan Reese Myers is the lead star of the movie. This is his second time on our show, I do believe. Is it? Bend it like Beckham. Oh, or was he the coach? He was the coach. Oh, oh really? That's he, oh, it's like a oh, hundred episodes ago. <laughs> he often is. Um, uh, uh, I do believe he gets uh, mistaken for Paul Bettany, who is Jarvis in the Iron Man movies, oh, and Vision. now the Vision. Yeah. Or the guy from Master and Commander with Mel Gibson. Uh, very good actor. Uh, but Jonathan Reese Myers, he was the coach love interest in Bend Her Around Like Beckham, and Convert now them he's like Dave. Yeah, and now he's back here with a nice picture of Barack Obama behind his desk. I didn't notice the first time round watching. <laughs> Does he have a crush? Barack Obama was smiling, and it's not that you know. There's this meme going around of Barack Obama where it's just like. His eyes, like like he has these really like intensely sad looking eyes, and people just crop them, and there's like they add that to the end of a conversation. Like, dude, I'm feeling sad right now, and then it's just a like, picture of Barack Obama's eyes. Well, that's the opposite. He's very happy in the background of, of of this, almost as happy as this guy was at being defeated in a game of chess. Look at him. He's like, come back. I want to see how you did it, dude. He just moved his guy there. Figure out the moves. I don't play chess. I always love the trope of, like, I'm confident, and then next thing that happens is checkmate. Checkmate. <laughs> it's like, you've only got one piece. Like, you could probably figure that out. And you've got to pay attention to the chess, because it's a very important... It's very for a very important character yeah. moment near the end. This game... This movie is nothing but a game of chess. I really. play exactly. the game of this movie. Oh, metaphors. Now, the movie uh, introduces us to our character played by Jonathan Rhys-Meyers, who works at the embassy for the American embassy in France. That's right. He also is a secret agent man. Yeah, some sort of low-level operative. And his job for the last little while is just to swap license plates? That's, like, all they need him for? Yeah, you can tell he's low-level. He can't even do a tie properly, unfortunately. No, so. he can't. Well, he undid his tie because he just had a wicked game of chess. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, he was choking him. You know, like, yeah, you, you know, it's like, I, I, need, I, need, I need oxygen to my brain because well, look, I need to think, think how I'm going to defeat this elderly old man at chess. Well, if you think about it, guys, chess is always, like, kind of equated to, like, you know, a battlefield kind of thing. Who, who goes to battlefields wearing ties? John John Travolta, because he and the lead actress were both in Battlefield Earth. Oh. Oh, yeah. I did not oh, know that. I did not yeah. read the YouTube comments. No. <laughs> Spoiler for the YouTube comments. No, I said I didn't read the YouTube comments. Oh, he didn't. So. Oh, no. Now they know that I'm the evil one, don't they? Shit. Or am I? Spit. Ah. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's time. Oh, shit. We're a bit late. We're a bit late. <laughs> I didn't hear it from Stefan, but well, he's not been Polish. He's guest. Stefan, you've got some. Do you have some French an- ancestry? Are you like um, part Mauritian? Or part something? Mauritian, yes. So part of my family does speak French, but do I do not. So when oh, we like me, when we have our um, French what? get-togethers, yeah, Mauritian get-togethers, and we have our podcast, which we certainly do. Yeah, uh, yeah. we also have this running joke about how yeah, Mauritian kind of would speak Mauritian Creole or French. Oh, and yeah. then everyone laughs in French though, because that's a universal laugh. 
Exactly. Can you imagine if that was the universal laugh? Like that exaggerated, like aliens come to Earth and they're like, you know, bleep, bloop, bleep, bloop. And that translates to, we want to speak to your leader. And then the leader, like Barack Obama is still a leader because please let him come back uh, as the world leader. No, 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 no. Get Nicholas Sarkozy. He would be great because he was sleazy. Get him and he will be like, Oh, and, and the aliens were like, oh, and we're like, hey, French laughter is a universal laughter. We found out a connection with the aliens. The French were aliens all along. That's why they knew to build the Eiffel Tower. Why do you think you can't understand what they're saying? I don't know. I don't speak French. Either. <laughs> That's because they speak French. Fucking aliens, man. <laughs> and if you are French listening to this, the question doesn't apply to you. The so question really is like... Look, Eiffel Tower. Oh, that's a foreshadowing to a scene later on so in the movie. So this is set clearly in... We've now learnt that this is set in Paris. Or it could be set in Las Vegas where they have their own little... Is it Las Vegas that has... It has all the like monuments. Like, yeah. yeah. Or in Japan where they have if... the Tokyo Tower. Or in Melbourne where we have our own as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, we do. We have that radio tower, whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> that colourful one in night. So... Jonathan Reese Myers in this movie is secret agent man who flips license plates and listens to intense jazz music. Or the soundtrack makes him listen to it when he's near a lamp that's bugged. Now, I'm going to ask the obvious question that I always ask at this point. What is our history with this film? Stefan. Oh, well, actually, it was uh, last night, you know, I was busy all week, <clears throat> my excuse, so I was like, okay, well, I have to watch the movie, it's tomorrow, so it's like 10 o'clock at night, I was watching uh, random stuff on YouTube before, uh, very important work, but then I was like, okay, gotta watch the movie now, and then my internet kind of ran out, <gasps> ran out of data. That explains the uh, YouTube problem. Yeah, so either I wait till 2am when it's off peak, uh, when I have to go to, when I have to go to work um, this morning, or I do something else, which is what I... And I decided to do something else, which was drive to the nearest internet cafe and watch it. Yes, that's so French. (laughs) That is so... And you enjoyed the film? Yeah, you know what? I actually did like it. I liked it um, quite a bit, especially uh, John Travolta. And especially um, this... uh, Because I was in the internet cafe and, you know, they start kissing and, you know, I started thinking, God, everyone's going to think I'm watching porn or something. Yeah, because when I see on a screen two people lightly kissing, I think, porn? (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least you weren't watching the Flintstones. You know that they sleep in the same bed? Did they? Fred and Wilma? Yeah. That's oh, like the big... Oh, that's he wasn't, too ahead of its time. Like the big Shit. fun fact He wasn't it. watching the Addams Family, was he? Because they were the first non-asexual couple on TV. And, oh boy. People would see them kissing on the arm and they'll be like, oh, Stefan's watching a black and white porno. Like, oh no, Stefan's <laughs> watching the Addams Family. Oh, he's turning it off. He's watching the Flintstones. <laughs> this guy's a deviant. That's all I had in the day before. Back in the 50s before I had the internet, you know? Oh, <laughs> foreshadowing. She's wearing shoes. She's not naked. The oh, yeah, shoes. foreshadowing. She's not naked. <laughs> so, um, had you heard of the film before having to do it for this show? No, when Bartek said, oh, we're considering From Paris with Love. I was like, what's that? <laughs> I was like, is that like some sort of James Bond porno parody sent in France? Because if it is, I'm in. And um, it wasn't. So you I was had like, to lie and say yes. I mean, at this yeah. point, I still did. You know, because like <laughs> yeah. the, the curse, you know, with the cur- wearing the curtain. See, look, it's it's definitely porn like. So, and I was like, okay, I'm in this internet cafe. There is like an actual function going on in this internet cafe. It's actually some 21st. It was a Saturday. 
imagine if it was actually an embassy meeting in the cafe <laughs> and and the guy points a gun at Stefan and he gives him this big huge speech about love and Stefan's <laughs> like dude I'm not watching a porno and then shoots him in the head anyway and only the French guy part of the meeting is like what he's just watching from Paris with love yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then my favorite non-French in- French movie and, and then he gets then- into his UFO I was gonna say he gets transporter beamed out of there, <laughs> like <laughs> Leonard Nimoy in The Simpsons. My job here is done. You didn't do anything. Didn't I, though? <laughs> so, um, Bartek, what about you? Yes, everyone listen to Bartek's story. His story. History, that's a joke. My history <laughs> is... <laughs> it took me a little time. Yes, that's why I explained it. That's Bartek explains the joke. My history with this film is I'd never heard of it. Oh, did you know literally nothing about it? When I googled it just to make sure that it was a movie, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I just said to you, hey, let's do it for Paris with Love. And you're like, that's not a movie. I don't believe him until I google it. Look, oh, it is. Every week I have to, I have this, like, tradition, not tradition, this this process where I have to Routine. not believe Ryan mm. about movies that exist, even if I've seen them before, and then <laughs> I have to just prove that they exist. And, um, but yeah, I saw that John Travolta was in. I'm like, oh, finally, Ryan can be in an episode that John Travolta's in the movie. Yay! And now it's time for my history. I had his heard, story. I had heard of this film before. I remember the trailers very vividly. The trailers highlighted the Royale with cheese moment quite a lot. Okay. Uh, because that's a reference to Pulp Fiction. Yeah, there was a point John in this... John Travolta's comeback movie. Yeah, there was a point in this film where I was like, oh, wait, this is John Travolta in France. Oh, I wonder if they're going to have a joke like that. And... and they had a few times where they joke like that. Oh, the, the, the thing fell off the table. Watch out. That's not my history. That's just what's happening in the movie. Yeah. Um, And I had never seen... I never saw it. I remember the trailers. I remember it looked like fun, goofy action in France with John Travolta being bold with a goatee and he looked fucking crazy. He's like, all the trailers was like him murdering people and being like, yeehaw! And looking like an absolute, like, annoying American in France. And that seemed like the setup was like, how much of an aggravating American character can we stick in France? Let's get John Travolta. Because the one thing that you always got from Pulp Fiction was... Wouldn't he have been really annoying to hang out with as that arrogant American in Europe? Well, this movie was like, yes, it would be. Let's times 10 that <laughs> and make him bold. By the way, John, if you're listening to this, stay bold, mate. I think you look good bold. I mean, don't worry about your hair, man. Like, just stay bold. You look good. You have a good bold head. But uh, my history was I'd never seen the movie before. I was excited. I had vague memories. One of my friends from my hometown, this girl I know... Um, she's such a girly girl, and 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 she just said to me one time a couple years ago, she's like, "Have you seen that John Travolta movie?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Which one?" And she's like, "The one where he's got guns." And I'm like, "God, you're gonna have to narrow this down. <laughs> you're gonna have to narrow this down." It's not Greece. It could be Greece too. I don't think it's old dogs, really. <laughs> he's not in Greece. Well, I know. He's... <laughs> I I knew that, but I heard the gun bit, and I was that's what I was asking. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Kaniki. If anyone. Yeah, he's in the second one, I'm pretty sure. Oh, cool. I think it's like pretty much everyone except for the main two are in Greece too. I've only heard that the principal was still Oh, Rizzo's in it. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Lots of people in it. It's just Michelle Pfeiffer and another guy. 
Okay. Speaking of grease, is this like actual blood? Because like we, no, we make a joke that it's sauce, but what if it was like actually blood and she <gasps> because, was honey um, with Spoiler sauce. alert for those not in the From Paris with Love um fandom. Uh his fiance, Caroline, not Carolyn, Caroline. Mm. Or Caroline. Or Caroline. Sweet Caroline Papa is actually a terrorist spy. What? And Stefan's raising a good point. Could she have murdered someone and pretended it was sauce? And she's actually serving him, like, a man to eat? (laughs) (laughs) And her motivation is what? For the lols? (laughs) No, no, because she's fucking out of Lecter. I mean, what do you think? I just want to state this for the record. I didn't know anything about the plot either, like you guys. Mm. I didn't know... The reveal at the end, it actually did take me by surprise, the twist. Mm. I mean, it's not a huge, big M. Night Shyamalan twist where she's a terrorist and all of that. But it didn't mean that it didn't take me by surprise because the film's constructed in a way in which we're Jonathan Reese Myers. We barely know what's fucking happening half the time other than John Travolta's fucking nuts. But he's a guy who gets the job done, whatever that job was. Was there like another subtle hint in that line there where um, she said... Oh, I didn't cook. It's takeout. Oh my Ooh. god. She's gonna take him outside and give him food. You got it, Stefan. You absolutely nailed take it. Take it out. Take him out. Um, no, it's it's a weird one because uh, you know, she's a secret terrorist and now having to watch it for the second time, I'm just looking at her like, Oh, you're such a fucking terrorist. This chick. Look at her. You cultist. Cultist? Well, isn't she? I guess. Terrorist? She, like, met a man that, that, like, converted her to his ambiguous faith? Yeah, yeah. they didn't say Islam especially because, you know, why would they? Mm. This was just ten, you know, nine years after 9-11. Why is she listening to his shoulder? Because she's planning a bug on him. Ah. She already did that. It's in the ring, man. Come on. So, uh, Bartek... Ryan, did you have more to say regarding the the girl who was telling you about John Travolta? Oh, yes, yes. Her whole point was, have you seen that movie with John Travolta with guns? No, I haven't. What's that movie? Oh, he references the cheeseburger line. Is it Pulp Fiction, I ask her? She had to think for a solid <laughs> ten, five to ten minutes and go, no, he's old and bold in it. And I actually went from Paris with love. I actually knew immediately what the movie was with that description because when do we see bold Travolta? Outside I, I this movie, know. exactly, no. never. So um, it took me a while to actually recognize that it was him. Yes, uh, it didn't for me because I heard his voice and something like ah, it's him. And clearly, <laughs> you knew he was bald years ago. I also knew he was the lead, one of the leads in the movie. Well, I did too, but I it just I forgot because you know we've been watching the movie all up till this point and no Travolta, so it wasn't sticking out in my mind. Stefan, um, on our show we have covered. You know, Bartek has had the joy of covering two other um, John Travolta-led movies, Old yes. Dogs and Wild Hogs. <laughs> Very good movies. The same director. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, are you at all a fan of John Travolta and the work he has been a part of? Honestly, I don't really know much uh, about it. I, I've seen Grease like 20 years ago. I can't even remember. 20 years ago? He was yeah. eight. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I don't know how old Stefan is, I'm guessing. Um, and yeah, I have seen... I did see Wild Hogs in the cinema, actually. I think, Bartek, we, you might have been there when we saw it. Maybe. I didn't see it in the cinema, but yeah. I know that you liked it. Yeah, I liked it. It was pretty funny. It had Bill H. Macy, so yeah. 
Um, if he was in it, then yeah, I would have liked it. Pulp Fiction? Pulp Fiction, yeah. Another movie I saw like 20 years ago. Boy in the Bubble? Mm, no, I don't think I've seen that one. Fun fact! That's the one where he plays the boy in the bubble. And we did oh. the film Bubble Boy, in which somebody, don't want to name names, uh, on iTunes gave us a nice review on that episode saying, I thought this was the Judge of Older movie, and gave us like two stars because they were upset that we didn't do the Judge of Older TV movie. I haven't seen movie. this review. <laughs> we didn't one? do the Judge of Older uh, TV movie. Sorry, we don't do TV movies. We do feature movies from the cinema. Feature length from the cinema. Um, what the what about is, yeah. um, Saturday? What was it uh, his other one? Saturday Night. Fever. Oh, it said live, yeah. Saturday Night Live with John Travolta. <laughs> I want my cans. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good impression, I admit. So, uh, here we are introduced to Charlie Wax, John Travolta, being fucking nuts. Yeah, I think it was is... around this point that I realised it was him. <laughs> when he said motherfucker, and you're like, well, no, oh, when that's I, when him. You, when I got a good look at his face, yeah. This is where the tone of the movie just totally changes. It comes from this, like, like you were saying before we went on, super serious movie to now it's a comedy. Yeah, well, I couldn't tell when I first watched this if the first, you know, 15 minutes was supposed to be comedic or serious because you have moments like him trying to put license plates on and the music's like... And then it's like him looking at his like paperwork underneath the lamp and it's just like intensely annoying, over-the-top, wanky jazz music. Yeah. And then you have him like trying to stick the bug underneath the table and the gum doesn't work and you have the music being like, this is serious, this is serious. But it's played like goofy. When I was watching that first scene where he was changing the license plates and afterwards like um he got the call saying like you did a good job... I actually have to rewind and say, like, did I did I miss something? Like, he put license plates on. I was like, oh, that was that was it. Okay. They needed to tell him. It's okay because this film has a lot of layers. It took me like near the last ten minutes to realize John Travolta had an earring, and I didn't notice the earring. I honestly did not even notice it until you just mentioned it. Actually, reminds me didn't of Paul Rudd in The X, where he rocks up with one earring in his ear. So it's good to see men representing the earring. I can't remember what it is. It's like that thing, right? Where it's like if you wear an earring in one particular ear, it's like a gay. Yeah, the, the left ear. The, no, oh, the, John's gay. No, nah, the right <laughs> ear is the right ear is the gay ear. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Stefan um, knows. He's like, yeah, I know. Bart's like, I know the gay knows. ear scene. It's the right ear. A few a few months ago, my brother got um an earring. Who oh, did he get his, it in the gay ear? The not gay ear, and and I, you know, I'd forgotten all about that whole thing. So when my dad saw it, he was like, oh, good thing you got it in the right ear. And I was like, what are you talking about? In the correct Well, ear. in yeah. some different places around the world, the different, it could be, it could be, the, the left ear could be the gay ear. When but did in... having one earring make you gay? Was that always a thing? I don't know. Did, so you can F- get identified in clubs, you know? <laughs> did FDR get out of his wheelchair to declare in the Congress Wearing one earring in your right ear means that you're a faggot. And then the, and then everyone got up and went, Yes, yes, now let's ban marijuana. And then everyone what if, cheered. What if you have it on the not gay ear, but then you have like the pink triangle from the concentration camps? Ooh, then conflict, because could the Nazis have been wrong? <laughs> they look at... They look, that's actually the best... Could they have been wrong, actually? Now that you mention it, they might have been wrong about it. You know what would have been great? You're a, big, you're a gay guy caught by the Nazis, and you're like, oh no, they're going to find out I'm a flaming gay. Better switch my earring on the other ear. And then the Nazis are like, 
Hmm, hmm, straight. And just pushes him to that other category of the camp. And he's uh, like, you can be just a political prisoner. And then, and then he finds like other gay guys. It's like the gay Nazi underground. And he, <laughs> <laughs> well, the Polish guys wouldn't be part of that then. Well, the gay Nazi underground. Well, just any of the gay stuff because they're very homophobic. Yeah, but they could have been gay poles. They could have been. Who knows? They yeah, they'd be... be in big trouble if they were Jewish. On top of that. Gay Jew poles? <laughs> Gay Jew poles. Now, did you think this was going to be a pleasant scene in which they just had, like, little banter? food? They just had... I actually thought this whole scene was going to be, like, a back-and-forth Tarantino-esque, like, conversation scene. Just a bit of a chitty chat chat. And know? he's just like, yo, this food, it doesn't even have this sauce on it. And he's like, let me tell you, it's not even from China. It's from America originally. And then he's like, you also say egg in Chinese as done. And I'm just like, what the f- In uh, Polish, it's yaiko. And in English, it's egg. <laughs> in Japanese, it's tamago. They make it longer, man. I mean, it's not like meant to be an inherently like short word. It's like, oh, it's the egg. meaning of the, the, the food or the uh, of the object is short word. Yeah, egg. <laughs> and at this point, before the shootout happens, do you think, oh my god, this Charlie Wax guy is just an arsehole who complains about eggs? Before no. the shootout happened, or you thought there no, was something happening? No, I thought happening. once a chef came out with a machine gun. Well, before that part. <laughs> that's No, I didn't. The only time I thought Charlie Wax was an asshole in the whole entire movie was when he let a whole squad of policemen get exploded when he yeah. easily could have saved them. Uh, that's the only time in the movie where I thought, fuck you, Charlie. Like, the whole movie, I'm like, ah, no, he's a loose cannon, but... He lose kind of ways saves lives, and then oh no, let's just not save those guys because uh? <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, that was a bit weird, wasn't it? Yeah, Bartek's looking perplexed. I still no, like no, the movie. I, I agree. Yeah, you're like yeah. It's just I was remembering like oh, wasn't it too late? I'm like oh no, no before was... it was too late. He said don't do it. Yeah, yeah he's just like don't do it. It's like why we could have been doing it. Oh, burning him with the gun. Nice touch. Now, um, Bartek, have you ever been to Paris with love? Um, no, I've never been to Paris. Never been to Paris? No, and I've never been with love. <laughs> to Paris. <laughs> I've never been loved either. No, never with love. Um, Stefan, have you been to Paris with love? Yeah, well, with my mum and dad. So they, we went they, to, they, we went they, to they Paris. Love you. You yeah, love I hope they love, love me. Do you love your parents? Yeah, I, okay, hope, I hope they love me back. Hey, Stefan's parents, if you're listening to this, he loves you. Confirmed. <laughs> yeah, it was a beautiful place. I love the Eiffel Tower. Except for all the um, people trying to sell me shit, but you know. It's what's, con- capitalism, man. What's better, Eiffel Tower or the Ark of Triumph? <laughs> Ark of Triumph. Um, well, yeah, obviously the Eiffel Tower. It you looks can... amazing. You can go up. It does, there's huge lines, but the Ark of Triumph looks looks nice too. You typical yeah. casual tourist. Yes, I am very casual. Coming from Bartik, hasn't been there. <laughs> yeah. And of course, I have not been to Paris, and I've not um, been there with love. I did, on the other hand, think, wouldn't it be great in this uh, action comedy if Jonathan Rhys Myers had to hold a vase through the whole movie? I thought that was going to happen because he does it for 50% of the movie. <laughs> I honestly thought, like, you know, there's a scene at the end of this movie where he's in the embassy or whatever and he's trying to stop his wife from blowing herself up. Wouldn't it be even more poignant if he was holding this vase? <laughs> He's like, love, loves the answer, look, and drops the vase just to prove that's how much he loves her. And she's like, he dropped the vase, he hasn't gone put down. Oh my God, he does love me. And then he releases the genie and things get really weird. Robin Williams genie. 
<laughs> I was thinking of more evil genie, but yeah. Evil genie? Just like well, some genies in fiction are evil. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. like God. Some Just, evil god. Hell, if you want to go Jafar, the Aladdin be... example is Jafar. Jafar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Gilbert Godfrey just pops out. He's like, yes, I'm a genie. I know I was the parrot, but whatever. It's me, Gilbert Godfrey. What do you want? Let's give my Gilbert Godfrey impression. It was pretty spot on, I want to say. Iago wouldn't go to Paris. He might not have a choice. He wouldn't go to Paris, even if he had a choice. Yeah, he'd be like, ah, too expensive. Too expensive. He's right? racist. He hates French. Does he? <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't like baguette. Didn't you remember the part in the lab where he's like, ah, fuck the French. <laughs> <laughs> in the blooper reels at the end of Aladdin, and there there's like, Robin Williams is like, whoa. It was a deleted scene. The director decided, you know, to Keep edgy. it in. I'm glad that we edited, I'm uh, glad we animated it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we all kind of walked in not knowing what the uh, plot of the movie was, but with nope. the title From Paris With Love, it evokes a James Bond type caper movie, at least. I thought it was going to be an action comedy. I thought it was going to be uh, a more of a spoof on James Bond, but uh, it's not really. It's just kind of like they they just happened to be spies, but they're not British spies. They're not wearing tuxedos or doing any of the typical James Bond spoofing kind of thing. It just happens to be a buddy cop, yeah, buddy, buddy, cop buddy spy movie. movie. Yeah, buddy agent kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, they, they um you know, they, they just kind of go about Paris being racist. Yeah, they, it's got a very American sensibility to it. Yeah, it kind of does. Like you Even know, though Jonathan Rhys Myers is not American. He's a fake. He's a fake, Stefan. He's a soccer coach. Yeah, like John Travolta has this thing really has a thing for these uh for these Asian dudes, um, and prefers to refer them as such as well. And then the Pakistanis, yeah. He... Yeah, he's very he's very American, isn't he? Remember that bit where he's like, "Yeah, you gotta watch out for some brown guys or ragheads." And I'm <laughs> like, "Jeez, John." I mean, I thought that was Aladdin, <laughs> <laughs> and that was from Aladdin himself. It's like, "You gotta watch out, Jasmine, for these brown guys or ragheads." It's well, like, wasn't he singing it? Why are you just saying? Yeah, but he's singing <laughs> it like you know, uh, what's that song where they're on the carpet flying around? Oh, the whole new world. Yeah, whole new world is singing it like that song. <laughs> um, um, jumping back a bit, Ryan, what is your history with John Travolta? Ah, uh, Johnny, Johnny, John, John. I know him from Pulp Fiction. I know him. When you were on Pulp Fiction. Yes. I was there. You know the bag that they have to the get the briefcase. Yeah. Were you the shiny thing? No, I own the briefcase. Oh, so you donated it or lent it to the film? Tarantino stole it. I didn't want to um, hashtag me too. Uh, you know, I didn't want to um, um, admit that Tarantino uh, fucked me over. But You've been did. wronged by a big director, but not in the same way as everyone else. No, no, but still me too, right? <laughs> <laughs> it still counts. Um, oh, this is a great scene. I love this guy. We're I, cool with the Asian dudes. Wrong, wrong brother. brother. <laughs> and then fucking stabs him. But I just want to say, we've watched a few action movies like Assassin's Creed and Hitman at recent that were very skimpy on the blood and the gore and the violence. This movie does not puss out. There is blood galore in this. He does not fucking puss out. Not just tomato sauce. No. Well, we don't even know if that was tomato sauce (laughs) he spilled because spilling tomato sauce does not have that consistency. Unless it was really watery sauce. But... I know Johnny from Old Dogs, Wild Hogs, um, 
Um, I can't remember the name of these movies off the top of my head because they all have different names. But oh, Get Shorty. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a whole bunch of those movies like Get Shorty. It's like a tri- uh, trilogy of them where he plays like this. Uh, uh, it's kind of hard to describe. He's like a, a Hollywood producer, loan shark type of dude, and him and you know Danny DeVito's in them, and Dwayne Johnson's in one of them, and really entertaining um, movies. They're very um peculiar. I kind of want to do at least one of them on our show because they're kind of like one of these odd. They're just an odd, weird perspective on the Hollywood elite. And it's really good. John Travolta, I've always found him a charismatic actor. Um, he really cares about what he does. He's an actor that I root for because you can't help but root for him because he was in Greece and he was in Saturday Night Fever and he was, you know, in this, this, and this. And then his career went down the toilet. And Quentin, Kinda like that guy. Like that guy. <laughs> Quinn Tarantino brought him back into the mainstream and you can't help but respect that. You know, you can't help but just kind of root for people who do come back, people that you didn't expect to be of interest or of worth in the way that uh, they are. And John Travolta is one of those actors, and I really do love the fact that in the 2000s, during this time, he really grabbed Hollywood by the horns and just, pretty much since Pulp Fiction, grabbed Hollywood by the horns and just kept making movie after movie after movie. We haven't seen him do anything recently that I can um, think of. I can't think of... Oh, he was in that O.J. Simpson um, TV special. Okay. That was very much acclaimed, where he played O.J.'s lawyer, or one of his attorneys. And he was very good in that, I hear, and with Cuba Gooding Jr. from uh, Snow Dogs. So, uh, teamed up with uh, one of his dog actor friends. and um, Friends from films that you won on the episode for. <laughs> here's something. <laughs> yeah? You just said friends. David Schwimmer, who plays Ross... From Friends is also in the OJ My Simpson thing, so um, oh, yeah. there you go, Friends sure. indeed. So John Travolta, I just root for him, man. I just think he's a he's a weird guy in real life. He's a Scientologist, which I um, I don't like Scientology. I think it's a cult. But hey, he's a pilot. He's just an all round weirdo guy. Also, I'm just gonna say it. I hate Greece. I've always hated Greece outside of Rizzo and Kanicki. I I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Hate it. Hate it. It always has a terrible message. It's like, <laughs> if you can't improve them, fucking degrade yourself and become mm. a whore. Greece is obviously an unappreciated masterpiece. No, according well, to no, you. It's very no, Greece, well, according in his world. <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything, but Greece 2 definitely will appear on the show one day. <laughs> Appreciated and good are two different things, my friend. So do you think uh, John Travolta's career is almost similar to um, Tom Cruise? Because two Scientologists... Who will get widely mocked online for their no. rather bizarre behavior, but they're both very dedicated to their craft, to their uh, acting. No, because Tom case, Cruise has never yeah. fallen out of favor with um, the box office. Uh, even with stuff like The Mummy, Tom Cruise is, is still a huge actor. And no offense to John Travolta, but Tom Cruise has a charisma that's more appealing for the general masses. He doesn't embarrass himself as much as John Travolta in creepy ways. Like, he's just kind of off-putting Tom Cruise because he's so artificially happy. And also, Tom Cruise was in Tropic Thunder as the best part, so... I like that movie. He's the best part as the agent. Or well, yeah, that's true. I mean, like, he did... Um, I was talking to Bartek about Rock of Ages, a movie that I do like. Have you seen it? I hate Rock of really? Ages. Really? But he was... I thought he was good in that. He was, think he no, was... No, he was good because yeah. um, John, Tom Cruise has a lot of fun at recent times. You know, he did a really great movie called Edge of Tomorrow I particularly liked. Oh, yes. I want to see that. I'll or go. Live, Die, Repeat. It has a few names. Yeah. 
it, it's good. John Travolta is a great actor, and we're allowed to dislike some films that he was in, but not necessarily dislike him. That's talking about Cruise right now or John Travolta? Travolta. Okay, just right now. Yeah. Travolta, man. Um, you know, I'm glad that he did this movie, though, which is from Paris with Love. Um, this is a great stairway case moment in which now mannequins are involved. I just particularly like the action in this movie. We've done a few action movies now. Uh, Stefan, you are on one of them, Prince of Persia. Yes. And the A-Team. And the A-Team, yes, yes. And um, have we done any others? Well, we've done Wolf Creek too. that had Oh, that's action, true, yes. That did have some action sequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horror action. I appreciate a good action movie. And one of the things that makes a good action movie is um, the, the, the sense of space and um, choreography and pacing to an action scene. Because this scene here is perfect, wouldn't you say? It gives you the layout of what this factory is with the mannequins. You know who's where and where they are. How they can get from here to here to here. You don't get, like, a, a map to this place. It's not like the movie goes, like a video game would, stop and go, <clears throat> here's a map to the warehouse. He's going to go... Work out a plan and go. It, wouldn't it be great? <laughs> you know what film director would do that? Robert Rodriguez. Robert <laughs> Rodriguez would stop the film and go, ah, uh, here's a map, guys. Point to it, and then he goes... Back to the film, and then it would just go back. Well, remember to, to put on your 3D glasses when the heroes and your sniff vision, <laughs> and, and, and grab your things to scratch and sniff. I've but, never gone to a film with that. Really. No, no, have I? Uh, but he did have it for Spy Kids Four. Yeah, um, smell-o-vision, and I just appreciate the fact that this scene here encapsulates. It's got really great choreography, both in terms of the physical and uh, also the cinematography, along with it adds a sense of it, but also the pacing of it doesn't go too long, it's not too loud, it knows when to just kind of bring the sense of urgency, but also the sense of um, cartoonishness to it, because this movie's a cartoon, yeah. it's, a, it's a comedy. Charlie Waxer is like full Chuck Norris, like in The Expendables but 2. Ryan, <laughs> clearly this, this action scene's not that great because the camera's not very shaky. It is a little shaky here and there, but it's no... Um, taken to it's no Blair, it's no Blair Witch Project it's no Blair Witch Project yeah <laughs> it's yeah. no found footage film I guess yeah <laughs> it's no it's no paranormal activity where it's just nothing happening either though like it's not hey, just sitting Ryan, still Ryan let's be fair paranormal activity 3 had a like oscillating fan uh, <laughs> that was a fun movie I've also hmm. seen no paranormal activity movie in my life because I want to have a life so there you go I think I've only seen the first four yeah, Why? And there's also like a direct sequel to the first one, which was actually like a Japanese version. Oh, yeah, there was. Yeah, it was like a Paranormal Activity two, but like made by Japanese in Tokyo. Oh, yeah, was it was it Paranormal versus Ringu? <laughs> you know how they do that in Japan, <laughs> yeah. where it's like the Grudge versus Ringu. I think it was just called Paranormal Activity two, but you have to like some just, Japanese name, like, yeah, you know, separate it from the actual one. So you're saying. There's too many of them, is what you're saying. Well, there's actually, like, including that one, there's about seven in total. Seven in total. Yeah, there was, yeah. like, some spin-off one that I never saw. Yeah. Yeah, like, there's a spin-off with, um, uh, like, for the Latina um, audiences in America. <laughs> oh, my God, you're kidding. Yeah. It's uh, called The Marked Ones. I, I, that's, that was the that next one after four. That sounds so good. I was going to get to it. Yeah. But is it as good as the sequence here, guys, in which he's on the phone? I like phone. And his boss, who we never find out who his boss is, by the way, on the phone. Mm. He's just like, just call me back when the job's done. Does he call him back when the job's done? I mean, you have to kill your girlfriend, Ryan, so you know. 
Fiance. Fiance. You said wife earlier, so we both made mistakes. We are all incorrect. Future wife. We have to wait for Stefan to make a mistake. She's so cute. Mistake. She's a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> she's Polish, though, so she's allowed. Yeah, mistake would be calling her Caroline or Carol Caroline. Her name is Caroline. Caroline. Who calls them Caroline? Caroline. <laughs> that was one of the options. Caroline uh, or Caroline. the spelling was different, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, Caroline. I mean, you got me there. Oh, or even just Carol. You know shit's getting serious. He's taken off his tie. Have you ever had a tie and taken it off and become an action hero? You know, I feel like I, I feel like I do when I do that. Actually, I'm just like, Ugh. almost. Ugh. I wasn't an action. Hero. Hey, does that work? What? When your battery is low on your phone, do you take the battery out and rub it on your sleeve, and then that, it becomes that charged again? It's it's not when it's emptied. It's when it's almost emptied. Uh, if does it's empty, it, doesn't does work. Does it work? Have I haven't you done it. I haven't done it, but I know it's a thing. Well, okay, but it's a thing. Here's what you need to do for the rest of the episode. I don't know how to open my phone. No, no, hold on. I will figure it out. But Bartek, what you need to do is turn on your phone and through the whole episode, just play lots of games and shit and drain that motherfucker's battery. <laughs> and then I'm going to rub it on my sleeve <laughs> and see if it works. Yeah. Don't you have a phone that you can take the battery out? I don't have my phone on me, Bartek. Oh. I guess it's Stefan has to be the hero. I have an no, iPhone. He's so also you, got one of those phones. You need like uh, 20 different screws. You need to like 20 go different... to Apple. Guys, I'll just bang it on the corner of my <laughs> table until something happens. Well, an iPhone will break if you sneeze on it, Ryan. So. <laughs> they, uh-oh, sniffing cocaine in, an L- in a lift on the Eiffel Tower. Do That's reckon... such a 2010 thing to do. Do you reckon it was actually cocaine? You think it wasn't sugar or like salt or something? Plot twist: It was actually flour, and well, now he's a cake. This is realistic <laughs> because the Paris, um, because the Eiffel Tower is generally that crowded in the lift. This is I've on. Been there. This is filmed on the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, so it, it is that crowded. Maybe even a bit more I crowded. So this ga- is very realistic. Wow. I had a. I've played a game that where you go to the Eiffel Tower on it. There's a sword fight, but I don't see any sword fighting here. What game? Rhythm Thief. <laughs> Sounds not like Assassin's a porno Creed, game. Uni- not Assassin's Creed Unity. Rhythm that sounds thief. like a porno game. Yeah, it's rhythm not. Thief. No, it's, it's a rhythm game. Yeah, that's why I have it, mate. Rhythm Thief. Hey, ma'am, I'm here to steal your rhythm. It's made by Sega. They sound like porno makers to me. They made the baby... Sonic Hedgehog? They made Bayonetta. Baby's Day Out video game. Oh, Bayonetta's Day Out. I would watch the fuck Baby out of that movie. I would watch the fuck out of Bayonetta's Day Out, in which it's her not being a sexual object. With weird legs, he's just like having a normal day. Oh, John Travolta, man, he's upset that you spilled his flower. Don't do that, man. I need you to drop oh, that. It's better later. than shooting Mar- of Marvin in the back of the head. Uh, I really thought this guy was going to come back. I thought he was like a Bollywood actor or something. Was he? <laughs> I don't think so. He could be. He could be. You didn't look up, did you? No. Well, Bartek, I'm going to plot twist you here. That is the, the lead actress from Bend It Like Beckham. She's just got a beard now. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you know, it's Kira Knightley. <laughs> what do you think of uh, Jonathan Reese Myers' facial hair? Look, I didn't want to badmouth anyone. I can't grow great facial hair like John Travolta, but I can grow better than fucking Jonathan <laughs> Reese Myers. Leaves a lot to be desired, huh? I don't know, it kind of gets better through the movie. Like, I don't know, I feel like his hair grows better throughout the movie. Like, by the end, it's better looking, but right now, 
Yeah, I spit too, man. That guy also spit in the movie. As he transforms into more of a badass, I his hair really... grows with him. So... I can't really grow a beard. <laughs> you have one. Um, what did you guys wrong. think of this moment here in which, hey, why is she at a brothel? <laughs> it's it's definitely a little little bit of a foreshadowing, like a bit of a eyebrow razor. Did your eyebrow raise, though? Did you question her enough? Or did you take in the material given to you of, yeah, she's picking up fabric at the brothel? Well, hey, I, I took I took his word. He yeah. seemed like a very trustworthy guy. He is. Well, I I was more I was on a I was on a different dimension there, Ryan. I was I was more on his side with the whole oh no, he saw you in a lift with a woman. Like, how are you going to get out of this? And I was focusing more on that. Uh, I agree. I was on that level too. But he's my favorite. One of my favorite characters in the movie. Oh, the germ. Yeah, the guy who looks kind of like a German version of Newman from Seinfeld. <laughs> I was thinking that he looked like someone familiar. I wasn't thinking Newman, but Kramer. I just haven't worked out who. Newman, yeah. your daddy. He wanted to be a banker. I guess, I guess he. <laughs> That's my be. favorite Newman scene out of every single Newman scene. Is the one in Was which that the court one. The one he goes to court oh, with I've Kramer. Actually, I actually remember that scene. And yes. he's just like, your daddy. He always wanted to be a banker. <laughs> and it's just like, what the fuck's he on about? Wayne Knight is one of my favorite um, character actors. I actually saw him in something recently, the TV show on Netflix called Narcos. He's lost a lot of weight. He's mm. sleazy as ever. He plays like a corrupt lawyer working for Escobar. Not Escobar, one of the other corrupt Colombian drug lords. And Wayne Knight, come back, man. I want to see you in an unappreciated masterpiece, you know? I think we've yeah. had him on before. I can't I remember. I don't know if we have. But come back, man. You know, Newman? Have a Newman show. Have How a, good would Newman's show have be? Have a new show, man. Oh, my God. He should team up with Bob Newhart. Because Bob Newhart had a TV show back in the day called Newhart. And if you team him up with Newman, they can have a new show called the Newhart Show, and it will be about Newman and Bob Newhart both being postal workers and having to work in a Trump America, and they're just like, another bomb, and just throw it away. Then they go home and watch the news. And their boss is Sinbad, because he played the postal worker in Jingle All The Way. There you go. That could work. And John Travolta... Is Trump. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's just like, yo, it's me. And he just does like, but, no but, impersonation. But, uh, but I'm John Trump? Travolta. I'm terrific. You mean Trump, right? <laughs> <laughs> Trump, if you're listening, take it. I went political. It's a terrific opportunity. The greatest, the greatest terrific opportunity. But it's like your Trump impression now? Because if we're a real um, podcast or comedy, we have to make fun of Trump with an impression? Um... There's a problem, though, Ryan. I've already done a Trump impression on this show. Do it again. From that film with the two ladies who are getting married. Bride Wars. Bride Wars. I did one in that episode. <laughs> Listen to Bride Wars, guys. That's a hint, hint. Yep. And my Trump impression, uh, what was it? Like, was it good? <laughs> I think we both did it in that episode. I don't remember. Oh, Listen to Bride Wars. You'll figure it out. Now, do you guys own a scarf? I have, like, yes. three. Do Gives you, me a bit of an itch, but I like it. Do you wear it as fucking sexily as John Travolta wears his? No. Because no I know way. I don't. I don't know if I've ever worn it like that. I usually wear it a bit tighter. No, you do. I, you wear it really tight. Like, I look at bars and I go, dude, loosen it up so you can look sexy like John Travolta. Also, pop in an earring in the non-gay ear. So look, you I just think be... breathing is a bit overrated. That's all. 
<laughs> you hey you're 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 um what was the David Carradine? You're David Carradineing the situation. He he killed him. He accidentally killed himself with a erotic asphyxiation. Yeah, auto erotic asphyxiation. Auto erotic asphyxiation. I was gonna say like you could be in excessing it as well, because the singer from In Excess also or did tightening that. it in excess. Yes. <laughs> Are they love- That's the name of the movie. Well, it? no. Well, it wasn't actually reference. a love heart because it just looked like kind of like a blob. It was yeah. actually a blob of tomato sauce she spilled on his hat. Like, it looked almost like an upside-down spade. Like I thought you were going to say, like, an upside-down butt. And I'm like, all love hearts look like butts. No, no, no. Like, an upside-down spade, like the suite of cards. And, and obviously red. Oh, I thought you meant a physical spade. Is it pronounced suite or suit? Suit. Suit, my mistake. Oh, uh, actually, you know what? I'm not going to care. Because <laughs> you have the sweet life of Zach and Cody. Well, that's... Like with an E at the end. There you go. The card so it's a doesn't. suit. Yeah. You like suits? I wear them occasionally. Well, it's better than the other stuff you do with suits. Fuck them up the ass. You're right. Oh, I was talking about cleaning, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't clean suits, man. So, oh, look, Star Trek. I like that. So, this is the part where I have Ryan, some, a bit of storytelling, like, some like exposition. What I established why he's a ch- they established why he's a chess nerd because he likes Star Trek and he got picked on by the other boys. That makes sense yeah. to me. Is that it? Is that why he likes chess? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, well, that's what that. It's pretty cliche, isn't it? But you know, cliches are good because they work most they, of the time. They're true. Yeah. You know, I watch Star Trek and I know how to play chess because in Star Trek they introduce the world to three D chess. Three dimensions. Hey Ryan, why doesn't anyone in this film wear a red shirt? I don't know why. Was that a question? or I thought you said, I don't know why. So I was like, yeah. I don't know. No. Why? That's why I was asking you. because you're Well, the, you you're seem to have an man. answer. Yeah, you're standing up as a joke. <laughs> well, I'll give you an answer, buddy. It's because this isn't the Federation, pal. This is like the Romulan Empire, man. Oh my god, what a dork. Oh, Bartek's favourite character, 10-year-old with gun. It's like what happened to that kid from 100 down, 101 Dalmatians after his video game job ended. He just moved to France and got a gun. It's not far from, you know, London. It's just a tunnel right away. Just a tunnel, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's cool. Just... It's like an under, under the under, ocean. Under ocean tunnel, man. Cool. I love how we can get taken down by a bunch of kids, but we've seen them like at least two times already, like in in the Chinese restaurant, just take out a bunch of adults with machine guns. So what Stefan's saying is this film's unappreciated because John Travolta didn't kill kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, he even says so, like, you know, don't fuck with a kid with a gun. Yeah, like, I learned this one time before. Don't mess with a 10-year-old with a gun. I've also learned that lesson, buddy. I think there were... Well, obviously, this is not the same thing, but I think there was a theory that, like, if newborn babies had, like, the mobile abilities of, you know, grown people, then they'd probably be evil because they wouldn't yes. be able to control their, their functions and urges. And they wouldn't have any idea of what ethics are. So what I'm saying is these guys are like babies. <laughs> <laughs> they are babies. Now, have you guys ever tried cocaine or blow... Or five grams of blow. No. I've never. blown on hot food. Does that count? No. Then no. Does yeah. like snorting like snow count? I mean, it Have looks, you it looks like blow. snorted snow? Yeah. <laughs> I've only snorted basil. Yeah, crack cocaine, man. Natural. I'm looking at both of you and your answers. I, I, I'm being sidelined by both of you. 
Bartok just casually oversteps his mark by saying, I have only snorted basil. We'll get to that in a second. But snow? When you were a kid, is this what you did? You saw the snow and went, I gotta snort it because it looks like cocaine. Or did you as a grown man see snow and think, I gotta snort it because it looks like cocaine? I was in Colorado, man. I couldn't get any of my own crack, so what am I gonna do? So that answered my question in a nutshell. Was your child or a man? I was in Colorado. <laughs> now, what happens in Colorado? Well, Bartek goes no, right no, no, up my nose. It's not even that. How old are you? I'm from Colorado. It's like that answers it all. That answers like it Denver all. Denver or what? South Park? Oh, yeah. I. Uh... No, 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 no. Colorado. That's it. That's all you're going to get. <laughs> from the state, just like we're Victoria. Well, you're New South Wales. Oh, happy birthday. From Colorado. Oh, sorry. So, whoa. Whoa, soz. Uh, Bartek? Basil? Who is he? Why did you blow him? No, I snorted him. Why did you snort him? <laughs> Look, I, I just sniffed Basil just, brush? It's just funny if you say snort instead of sniff. Why are you sniffing basil? It smells nice, doesn't it? Yeah, but like you sniffing it up your nose? What's going on? No, I sniffed up my ear. Also, Bartek's actual favorite character in the movie. Polite was... old man who gives him nice tea that he can only get from this old man because what he grows nice his own guy. nana. Mm. Can we all be this old man? Like, you know, sometimes I look at movie characters and I aspire to be them when I grow up. And I've grown up now. And I need to be this old man. Who's quite cynical about After... today. Yeah, he's like, no, it's more accepting. He's like, yeah, this is, this is going. Back in my day, we are a lot polite though. After Fat Albert, I thought I was done wanting to be people, but he just comes and I want to be him. You want Faith him? humanity restored. I want to be him, not have him. I didn't say have, just you want him. I want to hang out with him in Colorado. Yeah, I don't want him, I want to be him. I'm going to take the scenic route to Colorado. Ryan, you need to sniff some basil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. or some snow in Colorado. How about both? Give me snow, give me basil, and it'll be like a, a double whammy on that front. I'll be might, off the chain for days. Might help your sinuses, I don't know. Probably make them worse, if anything. Well, that's what I mean by help. Be more badass. Yes, when I say help, I mean make worse. Be badass. Like, so talk about badass, look at that blood splat. Damn. Oh, damn. Well, he didn't get shot in his ass, but he's a bad guy. Damn. You got it, Bartek. Now we get shot in the asshole in this movie. Well, it not even has to be the hole, really. It has to be the hole or not at all. But when you hear was people say, look at that ass. That was some really fragile uh, Sometimes. glass. Dude, a bullet went through it. What are you talking about, pretty he fragile? Pushed, he, he just basically like just fell through it rather than... Bartek, well, like, if I shot you into Space. some glass, yes. would the glass break? You mean like you shoot me and the impact sends me onto the yeah. glass? Like me tripping or like it actually launches me? Well, it's a bullet going through your chest. It launches you. It propels you. Well, I'd probably break the glass. See, unless, Stefan, he's unless, a gun expert. I mean, if it was a like high caliber bullet, I guess. Yeah. Well, there you go. See? There you go, you Stefan. Bring in the Mythbusters, in... yeah. <laughs> and, and the answer is plausible, which is always my least favorite answer on Mythbusters is when they say plausible. Which means we don't fucking know, but eh, we made an episode anyway. Name's Mythbusters. Choose which one you're gonna do. You're gonna prove it or bust it. 
Don't come in here and give me half answers so that in two seasons time you can redo it again and get a correct answer. There was, I hate when you do that Mythbusters. I also hate Mythbusters when they redo it because they did it wrong the first time and even I as an audience member said, No, you're doing it wrong this time, you idiots. Like, there's one episode, I'm not going on a Mythbusters tangent here, I'm not. I just want to clear this up right now. In a tangent. In a tangent. Mythbusters, there's like one episode very early on where they have to figure out how do you get wetter if you run in the rain or if you walk in the rain. Because if you run, you're exposing kind of more of your body to the rain. But if you walk, you're in rain longer, right? Or if you like, you know, power walk, right? They do this by testing it in artificial rain that they make. And I, as an audience member, is sitting there going, You fucking lazy pricks. You couldn't just wait till it rained and done it outside to test it. And then two seasons later, uh, we're doing this one again about the rain because we figured out that doing it in artificial rain doesn't get the actual results that one would need. No shit! Just doing it in a fucking sprinkler if you're thinking that's how it's gonna work. <laughs> you dumbasses! I'm not saying that I'm a better Mythbuster, but here's the thing. I am. So, what was the answer in the end? Um, well, the first time round, they determined that walking gave you less. Okay. Second time, it was running. Huh. So, the one that gives you more in the end is walking? Walking! Yeah, okay, I thought so. I thought so too! You idiots. If you ever come near me, Mythbusters, I'm going to Mythbust your face. No, be a guest on our show. But I do appreciate all the explosions on the show. Oh, you appreciate cool. it. It's like right. an action movie every episode. Yeah, like Mythbusters second. just kind of got boring because they did nothing but trying to figure out ways to make explosions. What are you, fucking Michael Bay of nerds? Leave me alone. <laughs> Holy shit, Ryan, I think... Well, unlike you these a, two... You hit a nerve. <laughs> Ryan, I think you need, we need to take a break for a few weeks just to let this all cool down. <laughs> Unlike these two, though, the Mythbusters didn't really like each other. They, no, they weren't friends. So. They never had dinner together. Unlike these guys who have dinner together and... Well, are the Mythbusters not friends? No, nah, they're not friends. Aren't they? No. Nah. They, they, even like said, they even said that they never had dinner together once during the show. They, they don't like each other. other. Yeah. Oh. It's all like that they hate each other. They didn't like well, each other. Well, one does have a weird mustache. Hey, Ryan and Stefan, have you guys had dinner together? Yes. I thought this was dinner. I thought dessert was coming up. Isn't this movie the main course? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to I tell I thought this whole audience. thing was like a date, honestly. That's Stephane, what I'm telling our audience. This is our experience. Stefan, will you go to Colorado with me? <laughs> Holy yeah. shit, Ryan. You really need a break because you'll be out of state. It's getting serious now. Because it's out of state. You'll be out of state. Only country. if you let me take you to Paris first and bring your love. You are my love. Okay. Bartek, I've got some serious news. Stefan and I... We're Colorado, and I just got the test results back, and it's Colorado. Do your partners know? Colorado. (laughs) And this whole thing is very plausible. (laughs) And you know, Colorado is like basically just a square. Very plausible, too. Colorado. Well, you said it's plausible, so... (laughs) (laughs) Geography's plausible, because isn't it all just a construct of our brain? Colour yeah. inside well, the we lines, out the lines. I don't care, man. We don't have a fact checker here, so everything you guys say hey, is Hey, look, plausible. it's your favourite part, guys. The bombs? Oh, yeah. When they take <laughs> out the police. <laughs> <laughs> I just stopped... I was like, wait, like I just where stopped to watch it and go... Yeah, this is pretty good, man. Like, yeah, did you see this five-minute sequence here in which they could have been saving people's lives instead of arguing about how they don't need to save people's lives? And then in the end, the movie kind of actually goes, no, John Travolta's right. 
No, he's not. I do like the fact that at first you don't think that they're a good pairing, right? But it's that typical, you have the insane loose cannon guy and the guy who straight and does it by the books. And, and you need those two to always pair up together. Because like John Travolta says, you know, you keep guys like me honest. I like that people only leave now once there's an explosion. Gunshots! Eh, I live in a place with graffiti on the walls. I think I know what's happening. Or maybe they're all immigrants from Colorado. <laughs> man. Colorado, man. Colorado. We've all been there. Now, you know that Basil's legal in Colorado? <laughs> Fuck, man. I wish Australia would get Basil legal. Yeah. So, Bartek, did you know that their car that they were driving throughout the whole entire movie was rigged to explode with just a force of impact? Yeah. Through the whole movie? No. Well, thank God that they didn't get into a minor car accident or else they would be dead. Well, you know, Wax was driving, so it's all right. Wax guy... on, wax off? Yeah, because the other guy had to hold the bars. Oh, yeah, by the way, just in controversial opinions, don't like Grease, fucking hate Karate Kid more. That's right, I said it. Really? Karate Kid sucks. Bite me. Um, what about the third one? The one with Sandra Bullock? <laughs> what? The one with Sandra Bullock. The third one? Was she in that? Or was that Hilary Swank? One of them's a girl, right? Well, that's the fourth one. That was Hilary Swank. Ah, uh, Hilary Swank. I was talking about the third one. Which was the third? I don't know. That one's one where they basically just rehashed the first one. <laughs> I don't like Karate Kid, so why would I know? What about I... the second one? Oh, well, that's different. Yeah, well, and the first one. Oh, well, that's different yeah. too, because Cobra Kai. <laughs> so you only hate the one that you don't know about. I hate all of them yeah. equally. What about Mr. Miyagi? Oh, him. He was all right, but I liked his character better in Three Ninjas. <laughs> So you're obviously very excited for that, like, new series? You mean the one that's a YouTube exclusive? Yeah, I'm so excited for Cobra Kai. Mm. The one about, oh, you know the kids from the original movie? They're friends now and they run a dojo. You want to see that? Stefan? Sure. I saw Karate Kid, like, 20 years ago as well. Far out, man. Give me a movie you've seen recently. Uh, This one, (laughs) for a start. Hey guys, it's that Royale with cheese sequence that we all loved so much. You know, I always love it when movies and actors can make references to their previous work. Well, where's Samuel L. Jackson? Dude, see that trash bin there? He's in there. He's just, he's just got his, he's just in there, man. So that's why it said motherfucker. That's why it says motherfucker. And he, wait, can you hear that? I can hear. Him saying that he's sick of these uh, motherfucking snakes and this motherfucking plane. Yeah. He's doing a movie about snakes and planes. I think he was doing that around then, too. Snakes, planes, and automobiles? I would watch the fuck out of that um, crossover movie in which (laughs) Steve Martin's teamed up with a bunch of snakes and Samuel Jackson is sick of it. (laughs) Like, he's watching a movie about Steve Martin trying to get home for Thanksgiving, but he's just like plagued with snakes and he just it cuts to Samuel Jackson in the movie theater like I am sick of these motherfucking snakes annoying the polite guy Steve Munn leave him alone and he just starts shooting the screen and then credits roll but with like bullet holes through the screen and then Samuel Jackson and Steve Martin kiss and the snake goes sexy sounds like a must see oi John Travolta littering I think that's an offense in France. I'm glad you had a Travolta because they're both John. Oh, Jonathan and John are different. Yeah. 
From my friend Charles. Oh, I should have known she was a terrorist. They're easy to lift. <laughs> Unlike Polish women. Well, she's a terrorist. So we lifted her pretty easy. Because they have to eat their grandmother's pierogi. Oh, don't you feel kind of upset that this movie does on a level say that brown people are terrorists? Because there's this line that he says later where they have this kind of coy like, hey, we killed a bunch of people today. Ha ha ha. And it's like, they don't know that they actually are telling the truth kind of thing. And he just like says that line about like, yeah, we killed some Pakistani, blah, blah. And then like everyone's silent and you just see her looking offended. But then in the end, she is a terrorist. <laughs> so like, he's right. Like, I don't know how to feel about that. It would have been better if she was actually innocent and the other chick was a terrorist. Like, like she's like, no, why did you shoot her? She was innocent. Poor... <laughs> Poor, poor girl. And he's like, brains all over the floor. He's like, shit. So as we all discovered, this scene uh, has spawned, well, spawned at the time a meme, I guess? I had never heard of this meme before. Neither yeah, me neither. I at least, when we've done the show, had heard of a couple of the memes that we've seen. Like, like Race the to Witch Mountain. Race to Witch Mountain with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, you know, I've seen that one before, but... Never had seen this one. What was it called? It was called something like... Skinhead John. Skinhead John Travolta meme. And I'm like, okay. And it's a four-panel one, right? Four-picture yeah. one of him shooting the chick in it's the like brain. It's like, girl says something. He looks unimpressed. He shoots her. Then he's smiling and there's a punchline. Yeah. I saw one where it was five. Where it was a wife's yeah. reaction. Where the woman's like... What's your problem? And then he just shoots her in the brain. And he's like, I got 99, but you ain't one. And then the wife reacting like, Gah! <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, you said wife again. It's Fiance. It's future wife. She's my future. Oh, John Travolta danced. He's known for that. I've seen Saturday Night Fever. You have? Once. Did you Have you seen its sequel? No, I haven't, but I, I've seen the Cinema Snob review for it. What was it called again? <laughs> I can't remember, but I know it's awful. <laughs> I've seen it, and I didn't like it. <laughs> i seen it before. It wasn't Xanadu. No, no Xanadu is completely different. That's Olivia Newton-John anyway, though. Yeah. And she's not in Sunday Night Fever, so come on, man. That's Grease. You guys ready for the code? Uh-oh. Uh-oh, he's looking upset, and here's where the meme comes from. It's him. Oh, shit. Boom! Ooh. And then her brains are all over the floor. What's going on? Did you think he was crazy? Or did you think, shit, she was a terrorist? Up to this point, he had been right about a lot of things. So even though I was like, "You, this looks like a clear overreaction, knowing that it was Charlie Wax doing it, I was like, could he actually have a point here? I thought that Charlie Wax was the guy on the phone the whole movie. Like, his boss. Okay. And I was actually waiting for a twist that Charlie Wax was just trying to get ingratiated with this guy to get into the embassy. I actually thought, no, maybe Charlie Wax is evil. Wouldn't that be a twist that he's actually, like, a fucking psycho nut job? Wouldn't that be a twist? But I was wrong. Stefan? I can't believe that the poor little innocent hot French girl was evil after all. I can't believe that she was a terrorist. Well, it's okay. She's actually Polish, so... Well, that's true. Stefan's so shocked that he doesn't even I don't consider... want to... Be- I don't want to believe it, actually. You don't even want to consider the fact that John Travolta might have been evil. <laughs> I mean, he's bold. That's, I think he's John Travolta... He, he... 
he obviously knew because like he's a Scientologist and you know his religion told him. Yeah, Zenu. Like, Zenu <laughs> told him that yeah, this girl is probably a terrorist. Not to be confused yeah. with the Xanadu. I was, I was literally I was about to tap you and go Xenadu. <laughs> <laughs> How good would that movie be? Oh, yeah. Where it's about getting Olivia Newton John as a Scientologist in the disco scene. Xenadu. <laughs> I'll watch the fuck out of Xenadu. It we would be the best movie ever. Xenadu. I'm. John Travolta, I know you're listening, and you like to finance and make your own movies about Scientology, you know, Battlefield Earth being one. Um, could you please make Xenadu? I'd watch it. Get Olivia in it if you want. She's not up to much. Is she still alive? Yeah, I'm I sure. Think she is, yeah. They're doing a movie here in Australia about her, I'm pretty sure. We can visit her after the episode. With Delta sure. Goodrum as, as Olivia Newton John. And um I don't know who's playing you in the uh Olivia Newton-John biopic, but it's not me, and I'm really upset about that because I reckon I could do a good John Travolta. You're talking about the was it the TV one? Yeah, the TV movie. Delta Goodrum, yeah. And yeah. if Olivia Newton-John is listening, hi, hello. Hey, last time I remember hearing about you was you uh, walked the Great Wall of China. Good job. I saw the film A Few Best Men. I think it was called. She was in that, and she was good. Yeah, yeah, I remember it being a good movie. Honestly, yeah. you know, the biggest sign that she was evil was that, you know, proposing to him, basically, with a weird ring. I'm just thinking... Because I don't establish that it's, like, February 29th when no, the women are supposed to. No, she was just sick to. of waiting. Maybe I said, ah, French thing, right? Mm, yeah. The French can't wait. They're in your pants. Oh, come on. You didn't need to chuck that plank of wood off. John Travolta's too big for that plank of wood. It would have just broken. Broken anyway. Yeah, you screwed yourself if over. If anything, yeah, you should have kept it there. So he would have went... Hey, hey, hey! And then just ran over it, and and it snapped, and he died. His bald head hit the fucking cement. Down yeah, Carolyn, listen to me, Carolyn. It's Caroline. Caroline, get it right. Run, Caroline. Hey, she could have done a good Tomb Raider. Look at her run. <laughs> get any European actress that's small build to be, you know, Tomb Raider. What's Tomb Raider's name? Lara Croft. Uh, yep. Get anyone. Other than Angelina Jolie, who's still perfect? Like, I liked her, but I liked the new one too. Jumping back a bit, what were you saying about February 29th? Oh, that's when women can propose to men for marriage. Appa- oh, yeah. Never heard of it. It's socially acceptable for when... Because, you know, women, society, right? says, society says that men well, have to propose. It's a good thing that it's a, year, it's a day that comes every year, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's, that's what makes it joke. special. Okay. So, it's like... You know, one of my favorite gags on the TV show Lena and Woodley is his birthdays on that day. Mm. So he's like, I mean, you know, I don't even have, I'm not even how old I'm supposed to be. I, like, I can still play in the under eights basketball <laughs> team and all of that. Right. Um, <laughs> so here's where we have the down moment in which, uh oh. Everything's gone to shit, but it's okay because John Travolta also has fallen in love with people who have betrayed him in the past. Who were they? You have to stick around for it. No, no, you have to stick around for that game of chess at the end to hear about them. Oh, yeah. And And then kind of you at home have to get your copy of audio editing program and um, film program and mute the uh, funky soundtrack and just kind of amp up the dialogue between the two actors to hear the story. I don't want to give it away, but the story is pretty good. It could make a prequel. Where you have... Who would you cast as young John Travolta? Uh, let's see. Uh... 
They still they have to be bold. They have the, to be bold. Yeah, because that's Charlie Wax's look. Can they become bold in the film? Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they they get bathed in radiation, and he's like, "Oh, my wax powers!" Tom Holland, who plays the new Spider-Man, the really young guy, and just shave his head. You know, hey he guys, seems like a fun guy. Hey guys, it's me, Tom Holland. It's like casting Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> well, I heard the guy that's playing Han Solo in the new movie got acting lessons, so he probably knows. How <laughs> um, yeah, give him the role. Oh, fuck, they're casting him as young Harrison Ford, like, three years younger. <laughs> I would cast as a young Johnny Travolta. Shit, dog. I don't know. Like, they have to be young. That's the problem. Like, it would be fun to say, oh, Tom Hardy, but he's older now, right? Idris Elba. There you go. Michael Sarah. <laughs> I Michael cast Sarah a black guy as my <laughs> version. Yeah, I had to pick a white guy, you know? Idris Elba. Oh, now, guys, you live in Melbourne. So do you. Melbourne, yes. That's a city. In Just... Florida, but also Australia. No, no, it's a city. Is this city in Florida, though? I don't know. Well, so, there is a place called guy, Melbourne in Florida. Guys, yes. this is a, we live in a city, and France, with Paris, ha- is a city, right? Now, it's like the same Stefan... Thing. Yes. If I rang you up for less than a minute at a public telephone near highway in Melbourne, and then I ended it, and Bartek had to trace the call, but he couldn't, would you guys be able to figure out by turning down my audio where I was by just cars and trucks going around in the background? Well, I will try my darndest, man. I'll be like, okay, there is level crossing removals going on around here. So I know you could be in any one of these locations. There's definitely trams. The Melbourne Comedy Festival's going on right now. There's some laughter. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got this down. I think I've got this down, actually. CBD. <laughs> I would... I'd say I can do this, and as I'm shitting myself, I'll point to the place and, like, it's here. And just and then pray you, that I'm right. And then you're wrong. Dead wrong. I told you, failed me again. I'm actually still at home. <laughs> And I just put on some truck noises on the background on my computer and just then, to throw you off. Hey, and how then come the that Polish president in, in Melbourne, you know, dies. The Polish president. Well, because it's like the, I can't say the Australian, you know. Why don't the American? Leader, because I'm not American. Yeah, but America is what's. It's it, but America is the country of the main character, and if I'm the main character, but I can't pick Australia because we're in Australia, then I have to pick the what, next best. What you thing don't want Malcolm Turnbull to get fucking exploded well, he can't by me? Be, he can't be visiting Australia because he is Australian. No, that's true. So it has to be Andrzej Duda. Yeah, is that the Polish president? Yep. Are they all right? I think so. On the night he was elected, he called my stepmom, so that was weird. Did, did he? Oh. Here's my favorite character in the movie. I know I've said it a lot. The driver. I love the driver. I actually kind of want to see a buddy movie about them two. Yeah, is he even named? He kind of pops up at no, the end. No, he's just driver. He's, he's awesome. You know what's really awesome about him? He, he fucking is awesome at driving. Like, you know, in a movie like this, they would usually like crash or maybe they would get shot and John Travolta would have to push him out and do better driving than him. This guy never fucking fails at driving. Like, like you know there's films like Baby Driver and Drive where it's about excellent drivers? No, this guy's better than all of those. He's better than the driver from Vice City. You. <laughs> <laughs> the driver mission. Stefan Rage quit the game because of this mission. That's why I'm bringing it up. Vice oh. City. Have you played it? 
I've never played a Grand Theft Auto properly outside of Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah, this is a mission that's just impossible. It's called the Driver. Anyone listening who who's pla- who's played it will know it. It's and a notoriously hard it. racing mission. So have I just stopped. You beat it? Yes. So it's not that Fun hard. Fun fact though, it's optional. <laughs> So you don't have to beat it. It's not as bad. Is it as bad as in Destroy All Humans 2, in which you have to do a tower defense? Well, I've actually beaten the driver, so... So, yeah, it's a lot I had easier. To ch- I had to use a glitch to beat the mission you're talking about. In Destroy All Humans 2? Yeah. Destination London. No. Well, it was a San Francisco mission, but yes. Yeah, no, no. Agent... Uh, Destroy All Humans 2! Agent Cody Banks, Destination London! <laughs> Is Anthony Anderson in it? He's crypto, the alien. (laughs) If Anthony Anderson ever had a purpose, it was it was to be sent to Earth to destroy humans. Yeah, I couldn't understand what crypto was saying the whole game because you know he speaks French. (laughs) No, it's translated for us into a thick Anthony Anderson voice. (laughs) Man, how long? It doesn't really say how long they were together for, but this 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 woman played the long game. (laughs) Hey, Stefan. You're in a relationship, yes? Yes. I'm in a relationship too. Do you have photo albums of just your partner and not of you and her together or you and them together? Believe it or not, even on Facebook, there's only like a handful of like less than five images of us. Ditto. It's probably more of you and me. Same here. Yeah, that probably is actually. (laughs) That says a lot. You with your old haircut pointing at the Smash Brothers brawl pause screen. Oh yeah, that was pretty. Yeah, that was pretty disgusting. Actually, my hair that is. <laughs> Stefan was disgusting. Oh, I was. We're not, not even going to post the episode. We're just going to post that picture. <laughs> yeah, not even the, the um, thumbnail. To the episode? Not even the actual like image that was in the Smash Brothers of uh, just yeah, his hair. Diddy Kong being like, Game and Watch's nose. Yes. <laughs> so um, yeah, I don't even have that either. That's always like a movie thing, right? Ah, yes, let me go through my giant photo album of just my partner. Not even of them together. It's just like, oh, here she is. Do you imagine, like, a really young director would put something like that in the film? Nah. Hmm. Nah. Bartek, have you seen uh, when the Game Grumps, uh, the video game Let's Players, for those who don't know, when they're playing the video game Shadow the Hedgehog, the spin-off of Song the Hedgehog, and the President of the United States, for some reason, has images of picture of Sonic and Shadow. I didn't see it from Gangrounds, but I know about it, yeah. (laughs) It's so stupid. The President of the United States just has some random guys on his table, not his family. Why wouldn't he? Aren't aren't they heroes? Well, Shadow's a bit of an anti-hero. Yeah, but did he save the world at any point? Yeah, I guess he did. Well, Well, wouldn't you have a picture of him on your fucking desk if you're the President? I think in the Shadow... Salute him every episode of the show? Like, uh, you know, like... I think in the video game Shadow the Hedgehog, you can kill the President, right? I think maybe you can. I can't even remember. Possibly. My question is, who plays Shadow in the show? There's shows, right? Of Sonic, where... Probably in the anime... Yeah, like the Sonic anime. Boom or Sonic R. Like What's Sonic the X? one with Jaleel White? Oh, that's uh, well, that was before Shadow was a thing. They should have got Jaleel White to play Shadow <laughs> in the newest versions, and he's just doing his Sonic voice from back in the day, but they've put like a deeper sound effect on it, because I imagine he's like deeper, right? A, bu- a bunch of internet people made a like Sonic short film pilot thing and they had Jaleel White play Sonic in that. Live action? <laughs> yeah, like it had all oh these my like, God, it kidding. had all these internet people like the angry video game nerd Doug Walker and like all these sorts of internet people. Well, yeah. I got High tier quality. 
You guys don't have to... Ryan, Doug Walker doesn't say a single word. He just makes weird faces. Good. I don't need him to say words. <laughs> the the shoulder injury that uh, What's-His-Name got earlier on... We, yeah, a bullet. There yeah. was quite a lot of blood there. He recovered from that fairly quickly. <sighs> Stefan, you know? have you been shot in the shoulder? Yeah, several times. Well, several as times. you would know, the shoulder doesn't have major artery there, so you yeah, should be true. fine. Yeah, I guess that's true, but still a lot of blood. I've shotgunned before. You've shotgunned? I've Did shot you... a gun. Shot a few guns. Did you oh, get, did you get the front he... seat? Hmm? You talking about the front seat or... I shot handguns. Yeah. Oh, rifles. okay. I thought you meant like a shotgun, as in in the car. No, no, I haven't used a shotgun. I thought you meant I've shotgunned like a beer, you know, oh, like okay. you chug a beer, and yeah. I'm like, Bartek, no need to brag about shotgunning, okay? He, he was being he was being literal. He's actually shot a gun, and we're just I, like thinking I, metaphors. That or, that or Bartek saying, "I am a shotgun. Like, <laughs> I am a gun. You can shoot me. You just have to make sure." It's like how Spider Man is shot web. Yeah, oh, that's true. Shot web. The newest Spider-Man movie from Marvel is Come just on. Spider-Man shot shoot web. Him. Shoot him. No, dude, he can't. He, he just does, went past. Shoot him. He does that meme, how do I shot web? Okay, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. Hey, I've got a question. If I'm a terrorist with a car full of high explosives... And you haven't said a single word. Hold on. If I'm a terrorist with a car full of high explosives, would if you shot me with another explosive device... Would that still set off my explosives? Well, doesn't it like explode when he's in the air, like here? Yeah, oh, look, yeah, there you go. but that just looks like a normal car explosion. Like if that's a whole car full of explosions that's supposed to take out a whole motorcade, wouldn't that well, be the, a bigger explosion well, than that thing, where it looks like just when a car normally explodes in a movie? Well, like, if a car's already been exploded, then the explosions that are still on it won't really trigger the things that'll create another explosion because it's already exploded. Do you understand what I'm saying, though? I do, and that's what I was talking about in response. Why it wouldn't be a thing? Because I know I said the word "explode" a lot, but yeah, but wouldn't it be like (laughs) you still have the uh, the volatile substances, like like concealed petrol or whatever? Yeah, yeah, and all of that. Wouldn't the bazooka have you know set that off? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, wouldn't it have been a bigger explosion than what it was if I've it was? I've never really thought about it if it happened twice, but I would imagine that the first explosion would like unconceal it. So yeah, but it would be a bigger explosion, right? You don't solve explosive device problems with explosions. Just most to be of clear, the Ryan, the punchline to this isn't MythBusters, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Busted. <laughs> Plausible. There was an episode of Mythbusters. I don't want to go about this again, but I will. Go for it. You know, in Mythbusters, they always have that, like, plexiglass thing. I haven't seen that much of it. What, so they can watch the explosions? Yeah, yeah, so they yeah. can watch the explosions. Like, 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 you know, in a giant oh, box of plexiglass. Yeah, yeah, I've seen In, like, well, the first season, the guy with the mustache is like, yeah, this thing's bulletproof. And then later on... They get injured because it isn't bulletproof. The oh, guy wow. was fucking wrong the whole entire time. And he has a whole thing where he's like, I never said that. And they just kept cutting to footage of him saying it throughout the whole series of how it like withstands like anything, like bullets and something. And he's like, I never said that. They go busted. 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 Um, <laughs> how about busted? And that's when the little clunky riding comes up. Busted! Hey, wouldn't it be great if it wasn't a gun? It was just a can of Pepsi. <laughs> That's a metal detector. All I wanted was a Pepsi. Just one Pepsi. Oh yeah, it would be it would be his energy drink. Hmm. He's got a can! But even John Travolta was smart enough to actually have one can of energy drink among those fakes. Did he though? 
Because no, hold on. I'm holding. Did he actually have an energy drink inside that can? Because all he did was go, look, open up the can, and then pr- drunk, but he, we never saw liquid, and we never heard any. He but could have just been that, opening it, and then slugging it, and there's like a gun in there. Look, this doesn't entirely disprove my contention, but afterwards he did offer it to the guy. Yeah, but he kind of knew that the guy wouldn't have any. Well, you can't really be 100% sure. But that. he was. But even then... Because he's Charlie Wax. Wax on, wax off. You know, the first time I watched the movie, I didn't get the wax on wax off thing. Uh, karate Kid. Yeah, well, obviously, yeah, but I got it later. A film I hate. And no, the, the thing was because his last name's Wax. I didn't... You know what other films I hate? Well, this is that's the episode, so go ahead. Other films I hate? Well, you've talked about a few, right? Well, you know, I've, I've never really liked um, the Harry Potter movies. Really? I mean, you like I... Chamber of Secrets. Chamber of Secrets. Have you seen all of them? I stopped after the fourth one and came back for the last two. And you know what I really hate? I hate Prisoner of Azkaban. Everyone fucking loves Prisoner of Azkaban. I hate it. It's so long and yellow. The whole filter of the movie is like, hey, you know how the first two Harry Potter movies were fun and colourful? Let's tinge this whole fucking movie in greys and yellows. I thought Prisoner of Azkaban was tinted, like, pale white. My friend... Greys and yellows. Wasn't the fourth one more... Nah, that's Goblet sure. of Fire. Grey, I can believe. But Goblet of Fire is more blue and grey. I thought Prisoner of Azkaban was more blue and grey. Nah, nah. Nah. I have this friend oh. who has a podcast called Spoiler Alert. Check it out. Just talking about movies. He reckons that Prisoner of Azkaban is the perfect movie because it's like a million well, different genres in one. He should invite me on the podcast and I'll prove him wrong. You should watch Doctor <laughs> Well, the podcast is over, actually. But well, Spoiler Alert. He should bring it back so I can prove him wrong. <laughs> And that friend was actually Stefan. He's just no, like, I just wanted to let you guys know I had a podcast in which I talked about Prisoner Stephane's of Azkaban being the best. <laughs> How could he say that? I know he doesn't know it's me, but... I know that a perfect movie is Big Fat Liar, but I'm a fool. I've mentioned the movie that John Travolta's been in that I've disliked. It's the 2012 film Savages. Yeah, you know what? I think you're wrong on that because... That was an Oliver Stone movie, and he's an artist. Oh, you're right. My mistake. He made Wall Street. You know Wall Street? The real life Wall Street? You know what my favorite part of the film Wall Street is? Mm -hmm. So you know of the film Wall Street, right? Mm -hmm. You do know of it. Mm -hmm. And you know Michael Douglas, Charlie Sheen are in it, right? Yeah. Right, and it's you know all about Wall Street, and you know it has the great speech: "Greed is good." And you and you follow Michael. Sh- I mean, you follow um, Michael Douglas, and you're like, "Yeah, greed is good." The best thing that no one ever mentions about uh, Wall Street is, yeah, it has all these cool characters, and it's all about greed and corruption, but it has the most out of place soundtrack in the world because it's the Talking Heads. David Byrne, the singer from the Talking Heads, did the soundtrack to Wall Street. And all of Wall Street is just Talking Heads. It's just like, you have a scene of, like, Charlie Sheen, like, counting money, and it'll just be like, Psycho Killer! Kaskasane! And you're just like, what's going on? Why is this playing? And it's like, you have scenes where it's like, oh, this music would be great if you had a score here, but instead you'll just have Burning Down the House playing. You're like, why is this? And then you see David Byrne did the music, and you're like, of course he did, of course he did. Like, they have a great scene near the end in which Michael Douglas gets done, but they're just playing fucking Talking Heads in the background, and I'm just sitting there as a fan of the Talking Heads going, 
this song has nothing thematically in connection with this movie or the scene at all. What's going on? But are you a fan of this amazing shot that's about to come up? Headshot? Yes. Clean headshot. Didn't get right. her between the eyes, which is what a normal movie would do. He just got her in the fucking brain. Mm. Yeah, I've heard to like aim more towards the nose than the forehead. Yeah, because it's a definite kill shot. Mm. That could just be a brain damage shot, but, you know, it's not. Nice I've never mold. seen like a, such a detailed vision of like what a suicide bomb may potentially look like. I don't know if it actually looks like that. Maybe it well, looks like that for the movie, but... Stefan, I don't want to ruin it, but people don't fall that slowly once being shot in the brain. <laughs> uh, I do like the fact John caught her because, you know, when she falls, Which it's John? still... Travolta. I've been making sure to call one John and one Jonathan. Give me a break. <laughs> Give me a break. I just... I want right, to talk about that? how when she falls, it could still go off because it's a shockwave vest. So, oh, look, but I like how it looks like a headphone jack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, she he, was actually listening well, to an MP3 song. Earlier, <laughs> he when he made the explosive to kill the guys, he also he plugged it in like a headphone jack looking thing. What he was really so doing was just charging his phone. <laughs> well, Dude, you need to make a bomb a nowadays. Jack? It's an iPhone. Pro- possibly. <gasps> That's why you guys didn't want me to touch your phones. They're bombs! Well, I just... Guys, help me. Well, no, Bartek's got well, a bomb in his phone. No, Honestly, if you chucked it in a if you chucked in a fire, it probably would explode. You know the battery and stuff. It probably would. If you put it in a microwave, more. Like but it. if you strapped a bomb to it, then shot it, would the bomb explode twice? Which would explode first? Well, well, here's the thing, though, Bartek. In the defense of that idea. Would you be shooting the bomb that's attached to the phone or the phone and hoping that it will go through to the bomb? Shooting the explosive parts of the phone. It will explode more. Yes. You know when you play a video game, right? Yes. And and you shoot barrels and they explode? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's real life, yeah. That does happen, though. Yeah. Hmm. That's what should happen with that car. Only if they're red. Now, you know when you throw... A grenade into those, and there's a bigger explosion in video games. Mm-hmm. That's what would have happened with his car, with it's the like rocket a, launcher. More that there's just two explosions rather than a yeah, bomb. but they're one explosion. Like if you throw a grenade at a car in GTA, the grenade will blow up and then the car will blow up. Okay. Mm. Well, is that because video games aren't real, real life? Yeah. Neither unless, are movies really. Unless you're playing, you know, the most real life game ever, which Tetris. What? No. No. Jeez, Bartek. I was going to say the legendary game, The Fifth Element, the game. Oh, I thought you were going to say Which Super. ties back in to Luc Besson, which is, this film is inspired by a story he once told. Where was he when he told the story? France with love. Oh. Nah, Colorado. <laughs> oh, I see, yes. You know, I love how at the end uh, he gives um, him pictures of his... Uh, former fiance now deceased i don't know about you ryan but uh, if my girlfriend tried to kill me and i killed her first well before she killed me <laughs> i don't think i would keep the photos would you what if, if she was my fiance i would <laughs> <laughs> that's true what if all that happens but earlier in the film it was a well, film because this is real life earlier right. in the real life uh it was established that you wanted the photos ah Colorado. <laughs> Colorado oh, yes, is my answer to that. Colorado is my answer, and the film has now ended, and it's time for our reviews and rating. I'll go straight off the bat. Colorado. 
Bartek. <laughs> That's actually going to be it. Just Colorado. Bartek. Denver, Colorado. Denver, Colorado. And Stefan. Oh, just give me a second. <sighs> Put down the basil and give us your review. <laughs> uh, South Park, one. Colorado? Yeah, I, I definitely do give it a South Park, Colorado. A Colorado Springs, a negative 28 degrees. It's still getting sunburned. I like how rating. Ryan, your one was a state, mine was a city, and yours is a town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was mine a, a state as in, like, a state Colorado. of mind? Colorado <laughs> is one of the 50 states, isn't it? I am a state of mind of Colorado, so there We're you go. We're all having a state Colorado. of mind. Colorado. Now, Bartek has some um, comments from... We're not going to do a real review? <laughs> no, that was it. That covered it. Okay. If you don't like this episode, give us one star on iTunes. Now, if you guys listen to this episode thinking that this was going to be the John Travolta Bubble Boy movie, soz. If you thought that's that... a TV movie, we don't do those. And if you thought that this was going to be the Jake Gyllenhaal Bubble Boy movie, then you've actually picked the wrong episode. We've actually done that. We've one. already done that one. And if you thought, like I did, that this was going to be some sort of James Bond porn parody set in France, then you know, I'll probably be giving it one star. There no, you it go. Won't be. <laughs> so there you go. There's our actual reviews. Bartek uh, has comments from YouTube. Now, was this from the trailer? Yeah, the official trailer. And these are all real people. Well, these are Sorry. all real. Let comments. me say that again without less hiccuping. And they're all real people. Well, they're all real comments. Okay, some of them could be robots. Mm-hmm. Bleep blop. And then they laugh in French. Ho ho ho! <gasps> they're aliens. <laughs> The first comment is, <clears throat> this is gonna be a kick-ass movie. You have two great effin' actors. John Travolta has never looked better. Jonathan Reese M. is one hot ass man. <laughs> I, w- I would watch it for the good-looking men. It wasn't for their talent alone, because they put talent with two L's. So I, I didn't love the phrase he's one hot ass man. Like, is he either A, a guy who's into asses, B, gay, or C, he has a hot ass. To see which... Uh, or D, a girl. Yeah, to see which... Well, um, no, it says man. Which, which ring, which ear is his ring on? Then we'll figure it out. <laughs> Not earring. Ring. Just ring. Yes, earring. And it's a copy... Of the new movie Rings. There's the DVD hanging from his ear because you said ring. It could be I the did. movie ring. Could be a finger ring. Th- this next Cock ring. <laughs> Cock ring, yes. This next series <laughs> of finger comments ring. is this next series of comments is a back and forth between two people. I love Ooh. two people. <clears throat> people saying it was a bad movie have no good taste in anything and just butthurt bandwagoners saying the same shit as the other idiots heard the another movie that does this or that stfu princess wow that's all them the response is the movie sucked now put your shirt back on princess (laughs) the initial commenter responds my shirt's on (laughs) elaborate on how it sucked then if there was sequels, I could see them sucking, but this wasn't a bad movie at all. Plus, come on, we get to see JT bald. Also, stop paying so much attention to my picture if it makes you that insecure. Great argument. There is no sequel. Therefore, it is okay. The response to that is, 
it doesn't make me insecure. It makes me horny. If your eyes weren't so selfish, you'd see that. <laughs> if your eyes weren't so selfish, you I know that's something I'd love to use when I'm having an argument with my fiance. I'd just be like, if your eyes weren't so selfish, you would see I'm right. If they were as sad as Obama's. <laughs> Stefan, next time we have you on the show, you have to remind us that that, you know, if our eyes weren't so selfish. We would be you know, we would be better hosts of the show. The initial commenter responds, I can't see your orgasms behind the monitor. <laughs> to which that person responds with, Now you're just being creepy, and in brackets, zips pants up. Good day, sir. <laughs> and the final response from the initial commenter is, I was just explaining myself for the false accusations made at me. And then a sad face for the sea. Objection! <laughs> <laughs> and then it becomes, um... Then it becomes, uh, what's that video game? The one about the lawyers? Ace Attorney. It just becomes that, that. You know what? That has to be an image on the page where it's like a back and forth, but they're the Ace Attorney <laughs> images. You know how they are in the game? Yeah. With like little text bubbles. That's that conversation. That felt like an Ace Attorney back and forth for no apparent reason. Zipping up pants. I was just trying to defend myself. The next comment is something we were all thinking. <clears throat> This is going to be Battlefield Earth Epic. It was. The next comment is, Johnny Battlefield Earth Travolta is in it. This has F-A-I-L written all over it. Hail Xenu! (laughs) (laughs) That was great. The next comment is... (laughs) Sorry, I just got confused by it. I'm confused too, man. Me too. By that... But tough guy, no way. And what's with the bald head? Come on, is that supposed to make him look tough? It makes him look like a wannabe. I'll pass. I think it does well for him. I was confused because I didn't read the first line. I'm sorry, and I actually had a point about this one. I'll read it again. Travolta as a tough guy, I just can't get past that. It's just not realistic (laughs) at all. A funny girl, a funny guy, I'll buy that, but a tough guy, no way. I'll pass. So he's basically judging Travolta, which I think is wrong. Rude. Unless he's a a judge, then you can do that, man. If you're a judge, you can, you can judge him, but, like, if you're not... No objection. Do you sir. have the legal right? Just think about that as a not judge. The next comment feels like it's a response to something, but it was standalone. I agree. This movie looks gay. It has a limp dick, lol. <laughs> Oh man, we missed it, boys. We missed the limp dick. But then the next comment is just simply fucking awesome. Fucking spelt with an E N. The same guy. Same guy. No, just someone. Oh. Three exclamation marks, all caps. You know. Do. do this it. next one is really gonna boil your blood, Ryan. Ah, oh, it's about MythBusters, isn't it? Okay. Okay, Adam Savage. I know this is you writing this. You. It's, it's this you shouldn't have used artificial rain in that one test. I know you. You didn't have enough for that other season, right? You needed to fill in a quota. You needed to go, oh, we just don't have enough myths busted. You idiot. He's such a loose yeah. cannon. He is the um, Charlie Wax of the Mythbusters. I like thought. how the Mythbusters apparently had too many myths to bust, so they needed to hire a whole team of people that no one likes. No one likes the other people that aren't the two main myth-busting guys, right? 
No one cares about the little Asian guy who looks tired all the time, or the redhead chick, or the stoner guy. No one cares about them. We came in for the ginger and the guy with the beret, and apparently they're just busting too many myths to do it on their own. Oh. Well, oh. you were happy when they were dumped from the show, like in the last two years, well, right? Well, actually, Ryan, the comment is about them justifying why they're not going to see the movie. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty angry, though. I'm sorry I said movie. I meant movie. Oh, now I'm even more angry! The comment is, right, um, looks interesting, but they should have given it another title. The title is plainly similar to From Russia With Love, oh. which is a James Bond movie from 1963. Change the title and I'll go see it. Change your fucking name, buddy. What's your name? I'll tell you what it is. Loser. Because this movie was awesome. It had John Travolta bold in it with a gun. What do you have? Just a pathetic little YouTube channel to write mean comments on. Holy shit. I was Damn, gonna, that was pretty I was, savage. I was going to be like devil's advocate. but I Adam nothing. Savage. Yeah, that was pretty... Uh, that. <laughs> that was pretty Adam Savage. I was going to say that if you weren't. <laughs> the, the next comment isn't a response to that, but I feel like it can be. Yeah, James Bond movie was from Russia with love, but I bet this is better. <laughs> of course it's better. Snap. With the next comment, the first word of this comment is spelled H-E-A-Z. The comment is, he's bald! Yes, he is. That's an objective truth. So you wouldn't read it as, he has bald. He has bald! Also, it's all caps and one exclamation mark. So a little yelly, but not too much. Yes. Uh, four more comments left, guys, then we can be done. Go! Go! Can I read one? Do you want to read one? Let me read one. Let me read the last one. Oh, okay. I'll Let Stefan read this one. Now, okay, I will highlight it then. <laughs> Just like a pain to your existence. Stefan, use your radio presenter voice for this one, please. Okay, here's the comment. Really good movies like Look Who's Tackling... I think they make talking. <laughs> Two, three, and four. Battlefield. Space. Earth. <laughs> Old dogs. Wild hogs. Staying alive. The man has detonated more bombs than Al-Qaeda. <laughs> hey, it's Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda. Oh, yeah. It is spelled Al-Qaeda. Or Al-Qaeda. Whatever you want to spell it. That was actually pretty funny. Like, it kind of ended... It ended well. It, it was a bit of a struggle to get to the end. But, but it was worth it. Sometimes the journey isn't what matters. It's the destination. Exactly. From Paris with love. Unknown. <laughs> Alright, three more comments left and I'm only allowed to read two of them. That's right. This movie looks wicked retarded. <laughs> I'll probably end up watching it. And they did. The second last comment and the last one that I'm going to read. So if I die, I will never read another comment. It's okay. We know you'll live because you're the evil one. Ryan, Spoiler. not at the end yet. <laughs> Plot <clears throat> The second last comment is, Gotta love John Travolta. And please don't get me started on Jonathan Rhys Myers. Yummy! Where's Jonathan Taylor Thomas in all of this? Where is Jonathan Taylor Thomas full stop, Ryan? Well, he, he's gonna be our next pre- He's gonna be the next president, right? I hope so. So I get to read the last one? Yes, it's it's one that I just thought, you know, nice way to end it because it's, it's nice. I can't wait for it to very be a bottom really line. cruel comment. Very bottom line. Oh, it's spelled incredibly wrong. Agreed, but you have to admit, it's juicy. Now, what was that third word you said there, Ryan? You. 
Agreed, but you have... Sorry, the fourth word. Have is spelled A-H-V-E. So could you say it as it's spelt? Agreed, but you have to admit it's juicy. There we go. <laughs> so that was the YouTube. And that was us. We did it. We talked about From Paris With Love, but we also talked about many other things. You know... Mythbusters. Mythbusters being hacks. Mostly that. Explodes ions. Um, you know, if Stefan has a picture of his girlfriend, which apparently he doesn't really have many of, nor do I. That one state in America. Bartek informed us who the president of Poland was and how they contacted his stepmom. I'm pretty sure he told us that once before on the show, but it's good to hear it again. You guys, as always, have been fantastic, amazing, wonderful listening people. Stefan, a pleasure to have you on the show once more. Thank you. I'll be back. That's what he always will threaten us with. Yes. But it's like a pleasure to be hosting with you once more. This time, I actually get to be on the show when we do a John Travolta movie. So thrilled that I got to exist for this John Travolta film. Yeah, finally you're stepping up. And if you guys want to support us, well, you can. We're Spit and Polish Presents. You can give us a review, a rating on iTunes. That always helps people kind of find us. We have a YouTube channel, Facebook channel. We're on Podbean, iTunes, all that. Spit and Polish Presents is the name where you'll find us under all of those platforms. We're on many other podcast hosting sites and stuff. So, yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll kind of find us out and about. But until next time, listening people, you have to remember something very important. This is deadly serious. Is it a single word? Mythbusters are a bunch of hacks. But also, remember to be kind to each other. (laughs) And Colorado, yes. Colorado. Now it's the part that everyone's been waiting for. There were very subtle hints throughout the episode, but who was the evil one? Who was it? Who do you think was the evil one? Gotta dig deep at this one. Could the evil one be the audience? Think Ryan, you've just blown my mind with how wrong you are. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? It's obviously the person that gave us a two-star rating on I am not IMDB, the other one iTunes. The audience. <laughs> nah, just kidding, you're alright. You're alright. It was yeah, me. You can it was Bartek? Yeah, Stefan, did you know that? Yeah, like, I knew I wasn't evil just because I was annoyed that this wasn't, like, some James Bond porno. Doesn't I, mean I'm evil. I ignore personal space. <gasps> touching <laughs> touching Ryan right now, I guess. I mean, I We just get... gave you, like, a lot of personal space and a bit of, like, dead air. But Bartek is just wanting to touch your ears with dead air. That's, that's my only crime. It's good enough to be evil, right? That... And just being a lover. It's his other crime. Yes, a lover. From Paris with lovers It's actually like pretty easy to be a lover when you don't respect personal space. Mm. Colorado. Colorado.